What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 35 of Behind the Bench. We're going to rip through everything right far. We have so much to talk about, and we have a unique start. Tom's trial, the trial of Tom uh, and his performance during the Idlewild invite. That will be coming right after this. Um, we'll through the weekly lift, we'll be talking about the invite, the NHL free agency and draft, NBA with Kyle Lowry. Is he the GROAT? We had a little discussion on that. BTB bench brawl against the Johnson Bros. We suck. A lot of movement happening there. Olympics talk. A little baseball update from our boys, the Subway Boy, Voyageurs. Our interview was with Max McHugh, was drafted in the fifth round to the San Jose Sharks. It was a good little quick one uh, with Max. It was a great chat. We'll talk uh, about our menu performance of the week. And we had a bunch and a lot of good ones. So check in for that one. Corny's quiz. And I mean, it's the same tale. Same tale we'll, we'll, you'll see in uh, in the Corny's quiz. We missed it. And then new segment that we brought out, it's called Tom's Two Minutes because Tom loves to rant. He always has something to rant about. So you can come listen to that two minutes near the end of the episode to listen to Tom rant about Bell Canada this time. Um, and then our outro is Folsom Prison by cover by Chicks with Picks. That's going to do it for the episode. Let's send it over now to Tom's trial. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get into episode 35, as you all know, the trial of Tommy Vlahos is uh, ongoing, and we are here live on the episode before we start the episode to deal with it and give a punishment that is right and deserved for Tommy Vlahos. The people want it, and the people will get it. Just to give you some background on it before we get Tom's side of the story, Tommy Vlahos was away in Toronto missing the biggest weekend of BTB's history at the Edwild Invitational. The boys were live streaming Friday, an epic battle for the playoff for the final spot of championship flight of the men's invite. It was a storybook finish. Vinny Jr. Palladino with Big Vince, dad on the bag, the drama, all of it. Walking down 17, two birdie putts were up. Mace had the live stream bump, and he had 75-minute live stream. And at the 65th minute, Tom had been begging to come on the live. So Tom did join the live. And as you can see on our Instagram, uh, not much was added to the value of the live stream. More so uh, an ignorant display of, hey, guys, I'm at the rec laws. And look at the two cars that are chilling with me and the skyline in Toronto. <laughs> so with that, uh, Tommy Vlahos is under trial um, for what for his performance on the live stream. And we will send it over to Tommy Vlahos to give his side of the story. What up, what up, guys? Uh, what a weekend I had in Toronto. Anyways, before I, you know, I guess this, I'm going to start my case here. So... You said I missed the biggest weekend of behind the bench um, since, you know, we started this thing. And I agree. But, you know, a week before, I would say when we were recording the, our past episode, uh, we agreed that you two would be able to handle it. And I said, okay. So I went off to Toronto. Um, last minute rec laws tickets came up. Um, it was a time I got pictures with uh, the brother and sister that sing for the, for the rec laws. And so here's my argument. Yes, I was bagging. You, you made that pretty clear. And I was because I knew you guys were alive and um, I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be a part of um, behind the bench, even though I wasn't even there. And I could not hear 
this is my side of it. I cannot hear when Mace is like, Tom, we're in a playoff. Tom, we're in a playoff. I would have, you know, not have bagged as much, but here's the thing. You guys knew you were we were on you guys were on the golf course. You didn't have to accept my live. Yes, I was begging and I was spamming you, but you could have just said, Tom, I think you guys did. We're in a playoff hole. But you also could have just said, Not now. We'll do live later. But you guys still accepted me. And I still went on. And the video, how long was I on for? A minute and a half? You could have just ended it 20 seconds in and kicked me out. Can you not kick me out? I so didn't you cannot kick you cannot kick people out, I believe. Okay. Okay. Well, one of you guys could have went in the group chat and said, Tom, get out. But anyways, that's my case. I wanted to show you the view, not the two cars. The video is un unbelievable. So you're, you're talking about the invite being so important to BTB. That, that must be the greatest video and content piece that we have. So you got two sides of it. Yes, I'll take whatever suspension it is. But the second part is you always say, Al, even when we lose bench balls, it's all about the content. And that video was for the content. So Red Claws were sick. Point. The view was sick. Case. Um, and hey, you didn't have to let me in, but I think it's worth it. So that's my uh, that's my two pieces. Okay, Tom. You know what? I have to say, you defended yourself very well. Thank you. And um, I'll take I'm any. Send, I'll take any suspension. But I'll, I I'm gonna send you guys it over did a lot of work, Savage so. to give his side of the story because he was the one handling uh, the live. So Mason, please. Take it's it got to be the greatest video of all time. Like. Of all, oh, anyways. The way Tom does position the content piece, I, I do agree with him. Uh, that is one of our better posts, and it is hilarious. Uh, just not having the wherewithal to know that yeah. we are in a playoff hole yeah, on 17 that's, that's while he's bad. in the group chat or in the live chat asking, let me in, let me in. Um, I feel like Brett Jacklin might have had a play in this, Tom. Um, nope, no play. He, no? he deserves no suspension. Uh, he actually told me several times, don't bother to go in live because I think he knew they were in a playoff. Uh, my golf etiquette was not there yet. Um, I thought it was hilarious that I came in, but I, I, I found it more funny that I couldn't even hear what Mace was saying to me. And the video comes out after, which is the greatest video ever, that I'm not even answering to anything that Mason's saying. So I find that even more funny. So anyways. What are you guys giving me? Mace, give it yeah, to me. Mace, give it finish, to me. finish your. Am I not allowed uh, to be a co-host for no, an no? Hold on, Mace, 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 no, Tom. Finish. The the show is yours, but I, uh, from my, my point of view, I think you just not knowing the situation. Read the room, <laughs> read the live chat. Um, if I could add one just, point, yeah, uh, Mace, it, probably the funniest thing that all this. Uh, we, we're bagged from a, a long day at the Idlewild Invitational. I'm I'm lying down on the couch. It's about 11.30. Like I'm about to pass out and get a text from Tom in the group chat. Hey, do you guys want to go live? Why do you want to <laughs> go live, Tom? And I thought the answer was, well, you guys can recap the, the invite. No. <laughs> the answer was, I want to tell you guys about the rec <laughs> Jim, you have no idea, man. It was the first sense of like, is it normalcy? Is it nor what's the word? Normal. Okay. Yeah. But the last like three songs, we went up to like the front of the concert. It was like it was normal. I had the best no time of there. my life. I I'll get into it once we do the intros. We can leave it out here. Give me my suspension. I have to tell you how I got a picture with them. It was the best thing ever. Give me my suspension. I want to hear it. I want all the smoke. So, so uh, Mason uh, brought it up, and I think it's a fair suspension, Tom. Yep. Um, given the circumstances, uh, and this will be a precedent-setting uh, circumstance. So, Tommy, you will be sentenced to one week off of all BTB uh, 
any scenarios, with, whether that is re- recording a podcast, uh, being on socials, bench brawls, um, you will not be able to be a part of it for one week, which we one week is a, all right. Fair. I think that's fair because I don't know even I don't even know if we have a bench roll schedule for next week, so I'll take that penalty. Well, we'll be scheduling one because okay, maybe two, maybe two, maybe <laughs> two. Come on, I got to be back for the least a second one because you guys are going to lose because you know the morale hey, between will, you two is zero. This will come. So. In, this will come into effect uh, on Thursday when the episode leave the episode will be okay. Ended, so. Whatever. We're good with it. Okay. Thank you, Tommy, for your time. Um, we really appreciate it. And without any further ado, Mace, be how about, and be better, just like Ryan Johnson says. And without any further ado, Mason, I believe it's time we bring in the sweet sound of April Wine, and let's get the episode on the roll. Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon. Stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon. Now come on, people, live with me where the light has never shone. And my hornets flock like hummingbirds speaking in a foreign tongue. This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life. This is my life, this is my life. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 35 of Behind the Bench. The boys are here. The boys are live, like always. Very happy to see everyone. How we doing, boys? Tommy, how you doing? Oh, man. The, the stuff that's been coming out, the content, I don't well. Good job, both of you. I'm going to leave that right there because we'll get into that. Um, I spent last weekend, two weekends ago, Rec Laws, Toronto. Visited the girlfriend. It's good to see you. We'll have to get into the Rec Laws because... Got a little side story on that. Um, one week suspension. We just went over that, and you know our listeners heard that. Um, I'm not gonna say much else. You know what? That's deserving. I thought it personally it was gonna be a little bit longer. Uh, my life's great, um, and I know this episode's pretty special to me because we have a different segment just suited for me. Nobody else. I'll leave it at that. I miss you guys. How are you guys doing? Mish, how we doing, buddy? No, I'm pretty good too. I. Um... Tom, I'm sorry we had to go that route, but <laughs> it is what it is. Other than that, summer's flying by. I can't believe we're in oh, August already. I, know. I, I start school in September again. No, no kidding. Wild. And speaking of school, we picked our classes. Mates, did you have to do that? Uh, no, I just get force-fed online classes. I'm all okay. online, though. Okay. Picking classes. Jim, how are you doing, bud? Borderline a disaster this year, just trying to figure out what the hell we're doing. Hard to think, uh, like you said, Mace, we're in August. Hard to think that we're going into fourth year of school um, and graduating, which is nuts. Uh, but life is good. Uh, you know, got back into the 70s a couple days ago, so very happy with my golf game. Um, today, not so much, but, uh, you know, Life is good. I can't complain. Every, everything uh, is uh, good. So um, let's get into the weekly lift, guys. Uh, let's talk about the ID invite. You know, the, the topic of discussion, that Tom's trial, everything. The Idlewild invite, you know, BTB kind of just like said, hey, we're going to be there. And, you know, it kind of grew into this whole phenomenon, which was kind of nuts. Uh, Mace, take it away, man. I think you'd be best to, to talk about it. Yeah, I think just growing up, working at the in the backdrop, knowing what the invite is, knowing where there was holes for the audience that the 
course in the the tournament itself has uh there's just people want to know what's going on from all over northern ontario so i think we were able to give a voice to the tournament almost um socially so i just getting what we could out there uh, people were very excited it was fun um buzzing around the invite there's nothing better than it i honestly don't even think i want to play next year i would just do the same thing uh maybe get a corporate bracelet though for the tent yeah and a cart and a cart yeah we definitely need carts and we will talk to robbie about that um day one was awesome thursday uh pod drops media day media day pod drops uh buzz around yeah yeah there was some buzz we had the renault quote uh which he did own as well in one of our videos um the course defended itself great uh i think 69 was the low score 74 was the playoff qualifier uh, we had a couple of buddies in the playoff nico prasad ryan bastion friend of the show um it was awesome to watch golf golf was so sick to watch um tom like you said first weekend of normalcy i don't think COVID existed at the idlewild during the invitational oh, this um, was nice the the group walking on the playoff hole felt like Phil Mickelson at the PGA. It was wild. It was wild. I think we had an eight man playoff to start it off. And did was, um, did anybody shank in the water on ten? No, uh, guys did go for it, um, but no one no one went in the water. It was it wow. was it was wicked to see. It was wicked to see. Um, I mean, media day was fun. We got to interview some characters. Uh, there and and it was just cool to see like a couple of people you know that knew you know knew us knew btb it was cool to see hey, like I, you know ryan bastard said hey like i'm a mailman i listen to you guys every day i'm on when you guys drop i'm walking listening to your podcast like wow like you you know you learn about people that you, you never think that would listen to you guys right. it's pretty cool um and, and just other people just getting to know us and loving they loved what we did uh and we filled a void like usually the invites never cover, um, like from day to day, anything. And it was one of the most unique invites you'll ever find. We had a full on rain delay. Uh, it canceled all but one mat, all, all matches except uh, the champ flight. So all the other matches went to nine hole matches on Sunday. And then we had a Monday finish. I think probably first the first ever. 650. First 650. time ever. 650 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Donnie Martone and Donnie Dartone. And, um, Robert Cohen and I don't know if you remember, but Bauer and Robbie Cole said, "Watch out for Rob Cowan," and and he was there. Um, and it just goes to show you, like, not to knock these guys, but they were they're older guys that you know it doesn't matter at the invite, especially in match play, if they're making pars, it, you know, it, it's all about you making your own mistakes, especially the young guys and and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like it was, it was unreal. It, it was I got to caddy Kevin uh, for a round. It was it was fun. It was just a good time all around. The invites just say it's a different type type. Uh, the Friday when I showed up and your caddy and Kev, there it felt like the feature group with Ward. Uh, that was off. wild. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, how, um, how did Kev do? Not so well. I blame myself too on a couple couple things. Um, but we'll be back next Ooh, year. Were you a bad caddy? Did you give him the wrong call? I made a couple calls where I liked what, the what aggression. It? Okay, and I, and I and I liked where we got aggressive, but we just didn't hit the shots that we needed to. I should have just held back and tried to keep them conservative, but it's the invite. You know, sometimes you got to go for it, sometimes you don't. It yeah. is what it is. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. It was a lot of fun. Um, my favorite moment 
and I, I put it on socials right away, right after the live stream, is when Vince Jr. hit that putt to extend the playoff on 17. I haven't heard a roar like at a golf course ever like that, just in my experience of watching golf, let alone the Idlewild. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like we were going bananas. Remember that, mate? That, like that, yeah, was, that was one of the coolest moments I've ever I'm been so part. pissed I missed his uh, Sally after his part two. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Well, hey, good job, guys. I know it was a busy weekend for both of you, and um, this that weekend really led me to my suspension because I was completely not there. And trust me, I heard I heard from um, you know friends of ours that are members of Yanawa. Where the hell were you? And all this stuff. Once once the invite was done, like the following week, I was I was getting some you know flack on it. But anyways, kudos to you guys for doing it. We gained a lot of followers. I don't even know if we. You'll be there that. next year. Um, I'll be there next year, probably playing. Yeah. Um, just because it's you know one of us has to play for the content. I think it'd be yeah hilarious. No, that's pretty true. Um, and one sec, Tom. Yeah. Watching Chimino walk around with Randy Pascal, having the two most influential people in Sudbury Sports Media together at one place. It was <laughs> what dreams are made out of, Tom. It was wild. Dreams. Listen, are made me and Randy out. got Randy? a connection. Yeah. But I'm walking up the 18th green or 18th fairway with Randy in the playoff, and he's just like we're just chit-chatting. Why? He's like, "Whoa, you remember 2013 when the they had to put the put the cars around the 19th hole, so they had the playoff? Like, do you remember uh, who was the last one to actually get in that that uh, or win that playoff?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like Vince Palladino was like, "Yeah, that's all right." I'm like, "How do you just know all this stuff, Randy? It's wild." It's wild. wild. It is wild. Yeah. He's but I, I definitely next year we gotta talk with Adol. It's gonna be official. Like. Like, I want our, our name everywhere next year. You know, we kind of just did this thing. Now, next year, it's going to be full on. Watch and one out. of us, so I think all of us are going to play. I'm not sure, Mace, if you want to I want to play. I want to play. We're going to play in the same group, though, eh? Like, we have to make sure of that, obviously. Yeah, yeah. We'll see I if definitely. we have interns by then to run the content, but. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, for sure. We're still we on the search for that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to work on interns. It's just been, it's been crazy. This summer has been nuts uh, for BTB. But, uh, yeah, I anything else? I mean. Donnie Martone wins. Yeah, the Monday finish was insane. Donnie's down two. I show up on 14. He's down two. Uh, makes a huge putt on 15 to stay down two. Uh, makes a great par on 16 to go down one. Duffs a chip on 17. Then tells his caddy, looks his caddy straight in the face like, I'm just going to make a putt. And he just jars it. Absolutely jars it. Uh, Cowan then misses like a three or four footer coming back. Uh, they're all square going to 18, uh, then 18, they tie, then tie one. Then on two, he drains another bomb. Uh, I don't know. It was a different breed of clutch. Yeah. This guy, he had a couple the of comebacks, hit, no? The, the bomb he hit on two was on, like, like it was like a 30 footer up the hill. Like unbelievable. Like, and, and then for Calvin, it's like, how do you follow up and hit a putt yeah. after that? It's nuts. Oh, especially with like a hundred people watching the live chat. I'd yeah. be nervous too. Yeah, right. it was nuts. Donnie Dartone was trending in that in that group chat. Le- left the uh, left the ID in ashes. It was unbelievable. Uh, someone sent it. me that. Yeah, I think that was that. Uh, PD Crossgrove. Yeah, that was, PD Crossgrove did call it. Shout out to PD. He called it. Yeah, birdie and, on two. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was unbelievable. Um, very good time. Very good time, and we'll be back for sure at that. Okay, boys. 
Yeah. You know, I need to explain why I wasn't there. Now, I know you guys heard about my suspension and the rec laws, and I wanted to get the one little side story. So, anyways, you guys saw the gorgeous view from the video. This concert was right on the water overlooking the CN Tower and the bar, Rebel. Okay. That's where the, you know, the rec laws got ready, did their makeup, all that stuff. So, after the concert was done, all, all of us that went um, to the concert had to, you know, use the washroom. We all had to pee because we were drinking a lot of water and we had no, no alcohol at this concert. Not kidding. Okay. So we didn't even bring any anyway. So we all had to piss. Oh, so you were um, sober on the live stream? Oh, buddy. Sober. And that's how good that video is. Okay. That wow. just proves you don't need alcohol to have fun right there in that video. Okay. So, um, rebel, you have to go across the little, like a little side street to get there because they give you a bracelet and that's how you use the washrooms. So I guess rebel, like the bar was associated with the concert anyways. So, the, the concert wraps up, we go to the washroom, and as the rec laws are going to back to Rebel, I guess, the whatever, unchange or get ready or leave the studio or whatever, we see them. And I know Taylor Murphy, one of the, uh, Kaylee's roommate that we were there with, is big fans, okay? Like, huge fans of the rec Past, past guest, a friend of the show as well. Yeah, friend of the show. Um, past guest, like you said. So we walk by them. I said, should I ask them for a picture? And Taylor was like, well, yeah, I mean, up to you. So, you know, when a girl gives you that answer, you're like, you know, you have to do it and step up. And I basically just went back and turned around and said, excuse me, like pretty loud. And the security guards are like, you have to say it again, because like, there's two security guards that right, right at the gate. And it's like, say it louder. And I'm like, excuse me, can you take a picture uh, for my girlfriend? It's her birthday. So I played off the card that like I'm dating Murph, right? So I cheated on Kaylee for a whole like six minutes, guys. Okay. Um no funny business was going on. Okay. But anyways, turns out they turned around, they, you know, shook our head and shook our hands, met us. We got a photo with them. It's sick. I tweeted it on our account and we went about our business. It was awesome. Murph was ecstatic and it was one of her favorite. It's like, um, I don't know who your favorite singers are. It'd be like, oh, I'm not going to say, I don't know if it's her favorite singer. It's one of her favorites. I'm not going to say it's me meeting JB. Cause that's like really extreme. But, you know, she was happy and it was a good birthday gift for her. So that's a little side story. And part of the reason why I wasn't there, because I was visiting Kaylee in Toronto, boy. So uh, part of your suspension is because you tweeted about the rec laws during our biggest weekend as well. Just interrupted <laughs> all of our, all of our. Yeah, but you guys, didn't, you guys didn't use Twitter for the invite. So don't give me that. We, we were going to, and then it became oh, a rec Oh, you were not account. going to. You weren't going to. What okay. I will say, um, good content. You know, seeing the rec laws, it just gets me more excited for yeah. probably the concert of the summer, which will be the Art Cows, August 13th to 15th. That Budweiser stage is going to be unbelievable. I'll be there on the Friday. Mace is going to be on, on the Sunday, correct, Mace? Correct. Gonna be I chose the Sunday show because I think that'll be the best one of the three. You would think for sure. For sure that would performance, right? Their farewell, yeah. And they they're gonna have yeah, and they'll have a I think they're gonna have a good set list. I apparently they're gonna change it up every uh, night, so we'll see. It's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm excited to to be there. Hopefully, you know that sense of normalcy kicks in. But very excited. But let's move on, boys. Oh yeah, hey, well. NHL free agency. Um, I'm gonna start it off with shouting out Tyler Bertuzzi, money bags Bertuzzi, two years four seven five, keep the change, and then our boy Nick Nick Foligno going to the bees. Um, on, on a two-year deal, two-year deal as well, right? Um, so big congrats to, to those boys. Uh, got to shout them out first. But Tom, you're an NHL guy usually, so give us a, your take on NHL free agency. Yeah, um, Frank Severvalli basically had all the signings for us on Twitter. 
um what's the what's the name jim that danny not danny healy gives him sarah vanelli <laughs> or serenopolis <laughs> that's called anyways um you uh, i gotta talk about the leafs so obviously we know these four guys have the cap you know basically 70 percent of the Leafs cap and the signings they did whatever they got their depth players but they lose hyman uh to edmonton obviously that's a big one and one we got to talk about because we had him on the show boys nikki folino uh, I guess we all didn't see that go, uh, you know, happening. Him joining the Boston Bruins, uh, Mace. I guess I have maybe. some inside information actually. Okay, some inside. I'm told that he was very, very close to Colorado, very, very close to Minnesota. Minnesota came in a little lower. Uh, okay. Colorado, I think it was somewhat contingent on the Grubauer situation. Okay. I don't want to speak out of return, nor he'd be sick in Colorado too. But I heard the the Boston was just giving them a little extra cash as well, and the fit works. And um, he's got a connection there too. His daughter, his daughter did have her heart surgery in right. Boston. Right. Um, there too. And he's going to look great on that second line. So my next question line. to you: Taylor Hall wears seventy-one. Do we think Taylor Hall's given that number to Felino? Does Felino try and find seventeen if it's available? Is it available? Is he I'm even not retired? Sure. Not sure. I think yeah. Taylor Hall just wants to fit in somewhere and we'll take whatever number. You think so? Just give him to him. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, clearly. Um, I'll again, put 10 we'll... bucks on it that Nick Felino's wearing 71. 71? I he cannot wear 71. That's the, like, yeah. Can we talk about some of the money boys passed around in a flat cap era too? Like some that of these contracts up. Sir Blake Coleman getting 4.9 for the next seven years. The list goes on. Hyman got five and a half for Dougie seven Hamilton years. Like, going to Jersey. Yeah, yeah, there's tons of signs that we can go through. And obviously we're not insiders or, no, or you know, our former players to talk about it much. But um, obviously you guys are Habs fans and you guys lose your – I'm not going to say your number one center, but your number two option, Phil Deneau, he goes to L.A. Looks like the Kings are doing something, and and not really was a signing out, but Marc-Andre Fleury, you know, big backstab, and that's just so, the, that's just a business right there with what Vegas did, basically. And, and he teed up perfectly. Shout out to a, another past guest, Kyle Davidson, Texas Kyle Davidson. You're making – when he – when they made the Seth Jones move, I said, big moves, Kyle. And yeah. the response I get is – Thanks. He goes, we're not done yet. And I was like, oh, baby. And then they bring in Mark andre Fleury. Game over. Or free. free. Chicago, hey, listen, Chicago's up to something. How about that video? Something. How about that video that he said, Chicago, I'm coming, or whatever, like the video that him announcing, because there was some word that he might retire. Anyway, Chicago yeah, looks like, yeah, Chicago looks good. Um, Tate is going to be healthy now that, you know, he was, he was hurt um, for a year. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, tons of money, uh, you know, everywhere in this in, yeah. in this in this free agency. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm um, pretty pumped for Tuesdays in Detroit for another two years because that could so, segue nicely into the draft. Absolutely, I, and you know what, Mason? I was just going there too. NHL draft. Another friend of the show. We're just dropping it. Red Savage drafted by the. Red Wings and Mason said it from the start. I'm sure he said it on an episode two, but he said, Watch out, it's either Arizona Habs or Detroit. And boom, one of those teams, Detroit, takes red. What what was the the correct uh, selection? Do you do you ha- know what Mace? Uh fourth round, and I wanna say one one four. I think yeah. it was one one four. 
Um, but so I'm at my, it's Saturday, the rain day at the ID invite. So I'm at my uncle Jamie's house watching it and each pick that it's like one of these teams, I'm all like getting nervous. I'm like, all right, this could be it. This could be it. Um, I realized my uncle's streaming, like, uh, casting the, the stream onto the TV. So we're actually delayed. So I'm sitting there and Ryan, uh, Red's older brother, calls, FaceTimes. I mean, everyone's freaking out in the backyard in Detroit. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And then all, all I see across the screen is Red Savage because they're not announcing at that point. Uh, it was surreal. Uh, this kid's worked his bit. Like like he said about Ryan O'Reilly, he's worked his bag off to get to this point And he's still got a lot of, a lot of time left to improve. And it's really exciting. Yeah, no doubt. That, that's awesome. Big shout out to Reddit. It's going to be sick. Uh, definitely want to get out to a Wings game when those two guys are around the organization. 100%. That was, yeah, that Bert's was probably gone after two years, boys. So we'll, uh, we'll see. Well, you never know. You never know. But He's um, going to hit the market and get paid. <laughs> but um, other notable names, uh, I guess today, Max McHugh, uh, who will be sh- giving you the interview very shortly. Um, Max McHugh got drafted by San Jose, uh, as well Chase Stillman got drafted in the first round, I believe it's 29th overall, uh, to New Jersey. So big ups to Chase. That's sick. Like, see two Subri guys, and well, three Subri. I- I'm going to say, su- like, Red, Red, you know, ha- has spent his time here in Subri. I'm going to say three Subri guys get drafted to the NHL in one draft. I mean, that's pretty sick. Like that's also, I guess episode 35, you can put it in quotations as a former guest. Um, We forgot Benny Godreau also drafted to San Jose, I think fourth round, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Third, third round, third round. Um, So, Hey, another, also another Northern boy, Jack Jack Mateer got drafted as well to Nashville, I believe. Right. Um, Who we are definitely, we'll we'll definitely reach out and try and get him on too. So Sue boy too. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. See all these Northern guys get drafted. (laughs) You gotta love it. It's, it's sick. So um, can't wait to see uh, how these guys do um, and, and see if any of these guys crack the roster. Um, But it's sick overall. I mean, me, I can't even imagine how sick it is here. Little cousin yeah. get drafted today. Oh, I'm buying a Red Wings jersey. Well, no, sure. no kidding. And and to team, you, you have a buddy on too. Is Bert like that's nuts, nuts. And his family lives in Detroit, so it's honestly just perfect right now. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome, dude. Okay, boys. Uh, from one free agent to see draft to next is we go to the NBA. Um, and really, free agency here was nuts again, but it's all super teams. I hate it. Um, I have Westbrook went to the Lakers, yada, 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 all this, you know, super team stuff. Biggest thing, obviously, for us is Kyle Lowry is no longer a Toronto Raptor. Kyle Lowry is a, a part of a signing trade deal that will send him to Miami. We don't have all the details yet. It's supposed to come out by the end of the week. So he's going to be gone to Miami. I mean, Miami's paying him three 30 over three years, 30 per three years. Uh, yeah, 90 that's total. Yeah. wild, wild for a 35 year old. But I mean, Hey, get paid. And I think his time, his time had come to an end with the Raptors. It, it you know, he, he was in a win now kind of stage. Yeah. The Raptors aren't there anymore. And uh, you know, it is well, what it is, but I think, yeah. go talk. You're, you're saying wild money. I think 
you know, maybe that's fair value because you just seen what Chris Paul did with the Phoenix Suns, basically bringing them all the way to, well, he did bring them to the finals. I know Devin Booker had a lot, you know, to deal with that, but Chris Paul was what, four years older than Kyle Lowry? Um, you know, Lowry's probably sitting at home saying, thank you, Chris Paul. Like the, the old guy's still getting paid. Obviously, we're to miss Larry. I think he's the greatest Raptor of all time. I think we're all going to agree to yeah, that. I agree with that for sure. He's, uh, he's the will girl. he be the first jersey go up? Yes. Probably yes. 100%. And, you know, there was some speculation that DeRozan might join up with Lowry and doesn't look like that because he signed with the Bulls, right? Yeah. Um, we talked about the Lakers being a joke. They got rid of all their three-point shooting, which they, they sucked at last year. And they added another, you know, ball dominant player as, as in Russell Westbrook. So who's going to get the ball age. between a lot of age? Yeah. And they signed Carmelo Anthony. I don't know. Like this just makes you love my Greek cousin, Giannis Antetokounmpo, that much more because he's not calling people to say, come join me. Let's win a championship. Him and Chris Middleton stayed together for the last 10 years and they did it. So anyways, the NBA is a joke. We're going to miss Kyle Lowry. And also we got to talk about NBA free agency. We talk about the NBA draft because the Raptors Jack. had the, the fourth overall pick and they chose not is it Jalen? Is it Suggs? Jalen Suggs. In in Raptors fashion, they don't pick the guy that's supposed to get picked at that time, right. and they go with Scotty Barnes, who's like a what they're comparing him to is an OG and an OB doesn't score lots, defender. So, I pose the question: Why the Raptors did that? Tom, what's your thoughts on Scotty Barnes? Well. I talked to my brother a lot about it because obviously he played basketball and he knows a lot more than the Raptors than I do. And his answer was, we have Malachi Flynn and a lot of people, you know, forget about him. And he's still very young and he does basically the same as uh, Jalen would do, right, for the Raptors. Obviously, maybe Jalen will be a little bit better. But this guy um supposed to be, I don't know what the player comparison is, but apparently he's a lead defender that can get better at scoring. So... He's basically another OG and an OB is what I got from my brother. Like, we're going to see what's going to happen. But clearly the Raptors, well, I'm not going to say clearly because the last high pick they had was at five, I think, was Bargnani. So I'm not going to say clearly they know what they're doing. But, um, hey, we'll see if it pans out. It's, it's going to be too early to tell. And we'll Does this feel that. like a Bruno pick at all? No, no Bruno pick no. was so left out of left field. Um, like, that one was ridiculously out of left field. Even heard like Scotty Barnes, almost like a Kawhi Leonard. I heard that vibe too. Heard that vibe too. I think I I think it's a little bit of a project, but if they develop in the right way, they also picked a, a Toronto kid too in the second round. Uh, the the Lan the Banton, uh, who's very comparable to Scotty Barnes. Um, so they picked two of the, like similar players. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens, but. Interested to see. It's good to see the Ra- like Raptors are going to rebuild, but I think they're going to they're going to be good. I've heard I've heard rumors of you know maybe Damian Lillard, you know, can some possibly come into Toronto. Uh, too, oh, so. I don't know about that. Is I've that seen actually, that rumor. Is that actually know. a rumor? I've seen Please. the rumor. I've seen the rumor that the you know Toronto has had interest, but you know you never know, right? One thing I wanted to say is um, you're seeing all these videos. We mentioned Kyle Lowry. We've seen all these like farewell videos and it's, you know, like Sid Sixero there tweeted, there should be a statue of Kyle Lowry taking a charge in front of, in front of the arena. That's basically what he's known for. No. Um, and one more other thing I wanted to say is Steph Curry, Jesus Christ, this guy's getting paid. I think he's, he's the first player in NBA history to get two $250 million contracts or 
over 500 in two contracts, I think. Two over 200. Yeah. So, like, the math the on that, crazy. guys, yeah, is like crazy. 500K a, a game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go for a Sunday afternoon game uh, against Utah and let me make a quick 500,000. It's ridiculous. The money yeah. in the NBA is ridiculous. Yeah. So. It is It is wild. Um, maybe NHL will start looking at putting in a lug, little luxury tax action. action yeah. See what happens. It should. Know. But uh, let's move on, guys. Uh, we got to address this too, as we've addressed a lot of things on this podcast. The boys uh, really put a poor showing in in volume three of the BTB bench wall. We got killed by the Johnson Bros. I believe the official score was was ten up on on fifteen. 15. Yeah. So there would have been two, six, uh, eight points. So ten points with eight points uh, cool. available. Um. So we got we got killed. We got killed. I mean, they played some solid golf. We could have um, been better, though. It's just um, yeah, no. There's no real answers. I mean, we 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 saw the have they po- have we we did post the interview about them. Um, two good dudes, obviously. Like you said, it's all about the content, and it's kind of getting frustrating. Though, well, we've lost uh, what two straight now. Yeah, we are uh, officially one and two. And it, it it sucks, you know, leaving the Ottawa knowing that you lost. So maybe this this suspension was needed, and it came at the perfect time. So. Um, you know, if you guys get one in next week, I'm not, I'm not going to say who we're playing because we'll keep that until we make the post about it. But maybe Mason Chim can bring us back in the win column. Um, Steve has gone to Toronto. That's a farewell. We, you know, we basically let them win because he's leaving. RJ's gone now as well to Finland. So, um, anyways, well, we were just we, RJ. Um, he when he plays in this next league, he's only one league away from having played in every professional league in the world. Of like the major caliber. If he KHL KH, too. If he plays in the KHL, that's the one left. Year, yeah. So we're we're sending him to Russia next year. <laughs> oh, his God. last sticker on his suitcase. Oh God, that would be yeah, that would be tough. Um, but yeah, we sucked, Jim. We did. We 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 sucked the big ones. Um, and yeah, I mean Mason, you know, I watched one hole. Watched Stephen drop a seventy foot bomb on you guys, and I. Oh like, yeah. God. Mace, Mace, listen, he's he's uh, he's. Like I said, he's in the black. He skates right now. He's with the taxi squad. He said, he said the driver is has been good. So maybe it's time to give Mace a shot while while Tommy's on the suspension just to see how it goes. And who knows? At the end of the day, uh, you know, it's always going to a good cause. But we are going to owe, uh, if it keeps going on this trend, we will load our hearts playbook a, a ton of money, which is fine. But uh Absolutely, that's where we're at if this keeps happening. Um, yeah, I mean, what else do you guys got in the bench ball? Like, I mean, nothing. Like, we we play our best rounds out when it's not for the bench ball. So, like, I mean, it's it's obviously frustrating because we, you know, we want to do well during. Well, we we both shot seventy seven in our first bench ball. So I think we hey, also trust the process. It's gonna come. Hey, golf's hard come. now. You, uh, the bunkers are all in play. You can't just rake around. We. Uh, we no were definitely yeah we were definitely in a tough spot i mean the johnson bros are good golfers like that's oh, just, very good that's a very you know, good we, team we gave ourselves a tough team to play we should be carter and clark um Clown. but we're i wonder how them. brett jacklin i i wonder how brett jacklin and cole mckay are are sitting right now seeing the boys one and two and we're the only team that they, they they're the only team to lose cole's coming that's down it. next weekend so we'll ask him well you guys are at the arkells but i'll ask him um and then the other thing is just a little thing about Ryan Johnston, just to talk about this 
you know, this mentality this guy has. He had a couple, like, crappy, whole, like, shitty start to, to the round. And we're walking down four, and he just brings up this, like, story from hockey in the morning. Him and Dario Belgium went, like, at it at practice, I guess. Like, Dario was getting dirty. Like, he was grabbing his jerseys, hooking him, all this stuff. And he was just, like, getting himself psyched up. Like, this guy, like, pissed me off, like, so much at practice. I'm like, oh, really? Like, what do you do? So I really honestly think that he said that just to get himself going. Because then after that, he roasted uh, a drive on five and just took off from there. So just to show you the type of mentality that guy has, that guy's a killer. Um, nuts. But Maybe he should play for the Leafs because he's got killer instinct. No kidding. But let's uh, let's move on to the next topic, boys. I got to talk about it. The Olympics are back in action. Olympics, Olympics are back in action. Olympics. Um. I mean, I haven't paid a, a ton of attention to it, but a, a couple major notable things. Um, Canada beat U.S. for the first time, and I think since yes. like like the twenty years, thousands. Yeah, it's been twenty years, I think. That they years. they beat the U.S. and they are in the gold medal uh, final, which is sick to see. Andre DeGrasse, I watched him win the two hundred meter, and he won hundred meter bronze. Penny Alexia, the most decorated Canadian summer Olympic athlete of all time. But my God, my God, Andre DeGrasse. I don't You guys watch that race this morning? You guys watch Andre DeGrasse this morning? No? I did not watch that race. Unbelievable. I, 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 he actually I, I did. See, did you like, just say he's fast, videos, Mace? So. <laughs> did you say he's fast, Mace? Yes, yeah. he is fast. Um, oh, yeah. He, the way that guy picked it up. Um, was unbelievable. Like he got faster the longer the race went. They showed that uh, this heat meter to show like when people started losing speed. He never lost speed throughout the entire race, which was nuts. But um, I mean, that's what I got for Olympics. Well, did did you see? Yeah, did you see that stat about you? Mason literally said he's fast. Uh, he is. He was faster at his top speed than McDavid is at on at his top speed on the ice. And it's shoes versus skates, which we all know the difference. So, like, so then my, see, my father brought this up. Um, I don't know when they calculated that top speed for McDavid, but if you gave McDavid 100 meters, do you not think he's going to get up to a faster top speed? Like, I don't know. What do you think, Tom? It's it's weird. That's okay, his well, top speed ever, well, but... Yeah, I know, I know. My dad brought it of, up to me, and I was like, "Yeah, I get it." But like, his, it's it's a good point. I get it. But the the hockey rink's not hundred meters, right? So I know, if but like, if you gave me gave it a hundred meters speed device, on a track for, if you put yeah, him side by side, I, I would say you know, he would definitely. You'd imagine so. Yeah, right? I would say he'd probably win hundred percent. You would imagine it's, so. It's He's weird. Skates. Yeah, it was weird. But, he brought it up, and it brought me like my mind was jumbled when he said that it was nuts but yeah but i'm saying is that um the track is 100 meters purposely for his event and he got to that fast mcdavid is playing in like circumstance of yeah like the hockey like you can't just change to the rank for 100 meters just to see who's faster right like it's like fair enough yeah. i don't know I don't even know if you know what I'm saying right now, but no, no, whatever. no, I, 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 you know, I, my I, brain I, I, works at a different speed than you guys, kid. I hear, yeah, okay. I'm a little slow. Anyways, the women's team plays tomorrow night, tomorrow night, 10 o'clock, I believe, against Sweden underdogs. You want to smash them? Chip, maybe send me a couple, couple bucks. We'll, uh, we'll ride the wave. 
Uh, what a joke NBC is at just promoting their content. I, I don't know when anything's on. I can't find a channel. I know. On. It's brutal. Didn't even know U.S. was playing Canada, to be 100% honest, in semifinals. I missed, actually I actually know. missed the 100 meter that DeGrasse I, lost. I missed it too. Yeah. It was nuts. It, you, you can't. The Olympics has been like the worst ratings, I think, because no one knows when anything's running. Not to mention it's happening in Tokyo, which is, but like, it, I it think is. it's a 12 hour difference. So. 13, nice. I think. Yeah. Which but nuts. it's sick to watch it at night, though, no? Like before bed? Yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah, it was up till 4 a.m. watching it the other night. It's just like you don't know what's on, which is like you, you never know what you watch. I mean, whatever. It's it's just good to see the Olympics right. back. My my question to you, is the Olympics dying? Is that a, Will the Olympics ever die? You think? Uh, yeah, because yeah, it's too expensive to maintain. Like, it's ridiculous. For whole cities to have. Like, no, no. Yeah, whole cities to have. No one's going to want to do it. I don't know. Maze? Or just eliminate some events. I know that's bad to say because some sports are, 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 all sports are very important, but, you know, maybe keep it to the events that make you the coin. I don't know. I, I think this year's just a one-off. Uh, we had COVID last year. Yeah. This is also the first Olympics without Phelps and Bolt. So that's, I don't know. A good usually point. you're, I'm tuning in for every Phelps race, every Bolt race. Right. Um, the tennis wasn't as great this year. That a lot I'm, of big names uh, weren't there soccer, too. I don't even know right. if that's on. I yeah, seen. right, right. A lot of big names. Yeah, a lot of big names weren't there. I like watching all the odd oddball sports. Like you don't watch like like watching the volleyball. I like watching like water polo, like that kind of. I I don't know. It's field hockey. I don't even mind watching just to see like it's different sports, right? But yeah, good stuff. Okay, boys, let's move on. Tommy, I, which uh, this sport is an Olympic sport, baseball. You got a baseball update for our Sudbury voyageurs. Yes, give me one second. Let me pull it up. Okay, so the under-15 regular season, the Sudbury um, team is 4-13 and 13 with 9 points, but they're not in last. They are about 6 points exactly, guys, um, for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5th. Okay, and it's very tight. There's 5th um, to 1st. It's like a 7-point gap, so, you know, they need a little bit of a BT bump. BTB bump, 16 under team Subri. Only four teams on division, and they are in third currently uh, with a 4 and 11 record. In the 18 and under, um, they are one, two, three, four, five. They are in sixth out of 10 teams or points, and you know, they are only six points away from second. So that's a couple of games. Go hot on a weekend, and you're back at it. So that's our update. The boys are sponsoring the baseball teams. Here in Sudbury, I think we gotta get out for a game. We and need I to get out we should for a game. Film or record a pod and do go watch a game. Yeah, some get live some, interviews coming yeah, in. Yeah, live live interviews. We need to. So we'll pick a date and do that. But uh, you know, it's good to see the traction, and we want to say thank you for them for you know tweeting with us on everything, uh, the starting lineups and all that. It's pretty cool to have our name uh, associated with theirs, and you know, we wish the boys not all ages you know, success and hopefully they can get some more dubs under their belt. Absolutely. It, it's pretty cool seeing highlights on Twitter of, uh, of this Sudbury guys. And I didn't even realize that was a Sudbury guy before they retweeted some of these videos. Yeah. There's a t- ton of content, ton of content out there, which is nuts um, that they post. So go check them out on Twitter. Absolutely. Love it. I'm um, okay, boys. 
Let's go into our interview. It's a short one today with Max McHugh, uh, current London Knight, drafted by San Jose this year in the NHL draft. We'll send it over to him. Enjoy the interview. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by a special guest who isn't the first 39 to join the pod, Brett Jackson. Thank you very much. Born and raised in Sudbury, Ontario, this hockey player was selected 34th overall in the second round of the 2019 OHL priority selection to the London Knights. Known for his feistiness, the kid played 34 games in his rookie year, tallying two goals, four assists, and 22 pims. Keep the change. One of those goals was indeed a GWG as well. From one draft to another, just last week, he was drafted 156th overall in the fifth round of the 2021 NHL draft to the San Jose Sharks. Please welcome the one and only Max McHugh to the BTB podcast. How you doing, buddy? Thanks, boys. Quite the intro. That's right, yes. man. Yeah, you know how yes. it is. You know how it is. <laughs> I know. Chimino's going to be happy the rest of the interview now, Max, That's if right. you said that. You know how it is. Um so, Max, take us through this last week. What's up, man? Obviously, getting drafted. Big congrats to you. What's it, you know, this week been like for you? And then what have you been up to? Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, so I went home. I was in London training, um, and I went home for the draft. Um, so it was a really cool experience just getting back home and, and seeing the family. I haven't seen them for a bit. So um, I spent some time with them, and then uh, Saturday rolled around, and um, I was waiting for about four hours and it was getting, getting deep into the draft. So I was getting a little nervous, but, um, San Jose was one of the teams I talked to. And, um, every time one of the teams that I was, that I chatted with and I, I felt really comfortable with San Jose and, um, we had some good talks. So, um, so whenever one of those teams picked, we kind of, kind of got to the edge of our seat. And, and then when San Jose, um, kind of called my name, it was, it was really cool. And then I got the FaceTime call from the GM, um, and I kind of met the team or the staff there and um and then a bunch of family and a couple friends came over so um it was a really cool experience and and a couple days later i i flew back down to london so um i'm in london right now training and i'm just getting ready because i'm going to california here in a couple weeks so um i'm just trying to get ready for the development camp love it man love it beautiful um i want to know what your emotion was max getting this facetime call because you mentioned that you know you waited four hours for it did you like see your name you know, get selected and then they called you? Like, how did that all go down? So uh, it actually went to commercial break. And <laughs> so they don't televise the whole thing. So every, every it goes to commercial break every 10 minutes and then a couple picks get selected while it's in commercial and then they just rewind and show the picks. Right. Uh, so my agent actually called me while I was in commercial and said, you've been picked by San Jose. <laughs> um, so we were, we were all jumped up and we were excited and we just, I hung up the phone with my agent and then we all just stood by the TV to wait for the commercial to end. And then we finally saw my name on the TV. Um, and then I got the FaceTime call after. So um, it was really cool for sure. No kidding. So you mentioned other teams, but San Jose was really the one that it was on the radar the most. What, like what other teams was, you know, talking to you before? Um, I think I talked to about 13 teams. Not a big deal. Um, yeah. So San Jose, I had some good chats with them. That was the team that I felt uh, most comfortable with mm-hmm. and the team that I was looking um, to go to. You know, California is really, really cool. You gotta love that. No kidding. Um, but yeah, I talked to uh, Philadelphia, um, the Leafs, Montreal, um, Vegas a couple times. So um, it was a really cool experience just going through and um, chatting with a bunch of different people from different organizations and um so yeah it was a really cool experience and, and i couldn't be happier where where i landed yeah man no kidding sounds a sick sick spot yeah. so 
you talk about, you know, having these different calls. What was the interview process like this year? Obviously, teams haven't seen you in about, I don't know, a year and a half. So were you trying to sell yourself on those calls? Like, how, how, how did those calls go? Uh, yeah, so we kind of joked about it a bit every time they, they'd call and say, yeah, we watched your 16-year-old year, but but there isn't much tape to watch. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but Mark, Mark and Dale Hunter um, and the whole London staff, um, they get calls too, and, and they're talking to teams and stuff. So um, I can't thank those guys enough for, for what they've been doing for my career so far. And um, they talk to teams uh, as much as I do. So um, the interview process, it was tougher because uh, it was more of just me trying to sell myself to them because they didn't really have anything on me. And right. um, so, yeah, it was a little harder, but um, it was definitely a really cool experience. Right. And okay. he, I have a question here. Yeah, I want to know go. about his off-season skating because you mentioned you're in London. Are you not coming? You haven't been much at the Ottawa. I haven't seen you. You haven't been much at Sudbury. So what's what's making you stay at London? You have a couple guys you skate with there, I assume. Uh, yeah, just I'm skating um, and well, I work out in the mornings and, and Nick Suzuki's in the gym and Jordan Cairo and um, a bunch of other NHL players. So it's really cool just working out mm -hmm. side by side with those guys. And then um, I'm actually Dylan Cousins is supposed to be coming to the house here in the next week um, and I'm living nice. with him. So um, whenever he, he arrives, that'll be that'll be really cool for sure. Awesome. Good stuff. Did you end up getting any skates here in Sudbury? Uh, yeah, I skated a few times uh, with just local uh, Mitch Martin and Giroux yeah. and, and all those guys, uh, Ryan Johnson. Um, so yeah, I've already had some good battles with Ryan too. I don't know. I don't know if you shed some light on that. It was more Dario and Ryan <laughs> whacking each other, but uh, they were good skates. It was fun to get back out with the old teammates and, yeah. and kind of just skate around and, and pass the puck and um, just play kind of shinny hockey. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Again, we haven't seen about a year and a half. Kind of describe your game, Max. Like, what what should people expect from Max McHugh on a, a subby Saturday night? When when we go watch Max McHugh, what are we expected? Yeah, I like to I like to compare myself to Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, um, just a, a, a smart two way hockey player that can play on um, both sides of the puck. Um, I like to play obviously and make create plays and, and make my line mates and, and team better in the offensive zone, and then um, play hard to, in the defensive zone, and then I kind of. Uh, we'll throw the weight around and, and fight if I have to and go to the front of the net and kind of do all that extracurricular. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Jack of all trades. I like it. I like it. Um, so let's bring it back now, Max, to where it all started. What got you into hockey and what kind of made you stick with it? I think Sunbury just, just being so cold. That's what everyone did was play hockey and, and then golf in the summertime. So um, everyone kind of was playing hockey. So I kind of hopped in and with all my buddies and then it kind of just took off from there. Um, playing at Copper Cliff Rink and yeah. the Cliff Minor Hockey Association. Um, so I got to play there and then going to the tournaments with all your friends and, and playing in the hotel rooms and mini sticks. Yeah. All that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that's what kind of got me into it. And then it kind of just took off from there. Absolutely. Did you play any other sports? Yeah, I played lacrosse for uh, 10, 12 years. I played yeah. uh, house league and then I played rep lacrosse. So Gotcha. How's um? I want to switch sports here quickly before we go back to hockey. How's the golf game been? Uh, I haven't been out. Um, I haven't played. I think I've played one round this whole. Guy's a busy guy this summer. This whole time, so I haven't. <laughs> uh, I've been more training um, for hockey, and um, but I think we got a couple rounds set for next week here in London. A couple guys are coming down, so um, we'll get nice. a couple rounds in. But I haven't been playing much golf. L lots of time when you're in Cali playing. Playing. Yeah. No, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I want to know because you're 14 when you're 14 and 15, you played for Nickel City, but then a minor midget, you had to put the Wolves jersey on. So, how was that whole experience? Because I had to do the same thing. 
Um, I mean, I loved obviously putting back the Sudbury Wolves jersey on because I, I was the half the team that was from Sudbury. Right. Um, so it was really cool. We had a really good team. We had a really good group. Uh, I think we finished top five in Ontario or something like that, the 03 group. Um, so it was a really easy transition. It was really just a change of colors for me because the team <laughs> kind of stayed the same and um, the coaching staff kind of stayed the same. So um, it was kind of just a, a change of colors and then a change of uh, just rink set up. So it was way closer for me. We practiced at countryside. Yeah, that's so nice. It was a nice, easy drive. For me. <laughs> was and, it, was it, so on the flip side, was it weird putting on a Nickel City jersey for the first time? Uh, for the first time, yeah, for sure. I mean, battling against them my, my whole life wearing the yeah. jersey. It was kind of weird putting the Nickel City jersey on um, at first, but um, once I got into it and, and all the guys were, yeah. were great and we had a good group so um it was pretty fun and uh some great memories yeah no doubt. And, and that minor midget year you guys had what like 11 12 draft picks in the ohl something like that yeah we had a really good team and a really good group like i said but yeah i think we had about 10 guys drafted i don't know if that compares to the damien Giroux and your age group there but i don't know how that <laughs> i think i think everybody but me got drafted on my team there's a, <laughs> there's a bit there's a big debate between those two age groups if 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 you had to stack them up against each other match obviously you have a little bit of a bias but you think you guys have a chance against the 2000 group 100 percent. i think uh I think we'd be able to take them down for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it. I wouldn't it's be an pumped. age old debate. <laughs> maybe no, no. Maybe we would just do a three on three RHB league because like half of that team, <laughs> half of the guys in the minor midget team, including myself, haven't played in three years. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll stack up our minor midget year, and then we'll you guys will get the best of your age group too. There you go. Awesome. Um, did you guys know that year you you were to be so good? Oh, obviously all the talent you had, but did you guys know you were to be that dominant? Um, I think, I think we kind of knew cause, um, we had, we had really good, uh, we had a really good team in Sudbury and then they had a really good team in nickel city. So we'd mm-hmm. always clash heads and have some really good matches. So I knew when, um, we were going to make one team, it was going to be kind of a powerhouse team. Um, we had, but like I said, Giroux still like the list kind of, um, says it for itself. Right. But yeah, we had some really good clashes when uh, we were younger, so I knew the team was going to be really good, and obviously we we showed it in that minor midget year, finishing top five in Ontario, won a couple tournaments. Exactly, yeah. and I, I want to know now, after that minor midget year, you get drafted by London, obviously like a, a little mini NHL team. How was it like getting drafted by that organization? Uh, yeah, it was pretty nerve-wracking at first walking in and, and seeing Connor McMichael and Liam Foodie and uh, Alec Gula and, and they, they had a bunch of NHL picks that year, so... Um, I kind of stayed quiet in my 16 year old year and just, um, went about my business, but, um, no, it was really fun. It was a really good group. I had a lot of fun. They, they treated the rookies really well there. Um, and the whole staff and, and the organization was really uh, a pro organization and they really do get you, um, ready for the NHL. And, um, it's kind of like the best, I think it's the best, uh, organization in the CHL to go to as a, as a 16 year old, for sure. Playing in 10, front of 10,000 fans. Yeah, no kidding. doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Did, um, did Subbury ever talk to you during that draft? Yeah, they did. Uh, I talked to Subbury a few times. I talked to a bunch of teams, um, yeah. but Subbury was definitely one of the teams that I talked to a couple of times. Um, and then Ottawa and London were, were kind of like the three teams that, um, like I said, I stood up for when, when it was their turn to pick. Right. So kind of like a San Jose situation, like did, did you have a good feeling Lendo was going to take you in the, in the second round or it was kind of like, I could get picked at any point in time here. I just like got to be ready. He was for just it. hoping it wasn't like Flint or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <though. laughs> no, I was not. I thought I was going to go to Ottawa a bit earlier um, yeah. or Sudbury when they had that back-to-back pick in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm happy where I went. Obviously with London, it was a great yeah. spot. 
Um, and I have the bragging rights over, over Billy who went 40 to London. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You gotta squeeze that in. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Man. That's good stuff. Um, so you play 34 games, obviously gets cut off with, with COVID, but you know, a, a decent rookie year. And, and what was it like playing in the bud for, for the first time? And, and just take us through your overall rookie experience. Um, yeah, it was, it was obviously the building was electric and, and 10,000 fans. You really can't complain. Um, but, but for me, it was kind of a learning year. I didn't really get to play too much. Um, you know, it, it, it got tough sitting on the bench and, um, or when they'd throw you out after you sit for 25 minutes, it, it was pretty tough. Um, but I practiced every day with them, um, Monday to Friday and went on the road with those guys every single weekend. So, um, it was more of a learning year for my 16 year old year. And, um, I, I really didn't want to go to down to junior B. I wanted to stay up and kind of make right. the veteran team. Um, we had a really old team, so I was pretty happy with just making the team. Um, but like I said, yeah, it was tough not playing and, and you get down on yourself and frustrated and, um, but I had great guys around me. Luke Evangelista went through it the year before. So, um, I got really close with him and, and he kind of just tell me like, Hey, like we all go through it. Don't worry. Your time will come. That's just like how London does it. Um, so guys like that, just telling me every single day, like, Hey, your time will come kind of, um, just settled me in. And, and I kind of took my practices as games because I didn't really get to play in the games. So, For sure. um, yeah, it was a really cool experience. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's definitely tough, but again, like you said, trust your process. And and I mean, L- London's stacked. No, no matter what year they're in, right? So absolutely, yeah. it's a, and and the way you said it is is perfect. The way you handled it is great. So and and obviously you got to have some black ace skates yeah. um, with one of our buddies, Dario Belgio. I'm sure you guys grew close too. So what were the black ace skates like? Do you have any good stories from there? Ah, uh, yeah, they were uh, they were funny. They were awesome, and they, it, it was kind of just everyone was pissed that they weren't in the lineup. So everyone was just angry and mad. <laughs> so whenever we play, whether it was three on three or battle drills, everyone was just trying to take each other's heads off. So intense, but, but it was good. It was fun competition though. Um, yeah. You kind of just, we were out there with the coaches. So we kind of took those as our games, like I said, and um, but no, they were really fun. No doubt. Belgium told me you had quite the breakfast routine uh, in London during your time there. Can you shed some light on that? Um, yeah, I got a, I got a weird, uh, I got a weird menu for my breakfast, lunch and dinner, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't like to eat too much, um, but I'm focusing on, um, that's what I'm really taking uh, into consideration. This off season is, is my nutrition and yeah. um, all that stuff to get my weight up and, and muscle and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, it was weird. My, I, my pregame meal sometimes was like craft dinner. Um, <laughs> so it was kind of weird, but like, you know, you're not really going to play. So it doesn't really matter too much what you eat in your 16 year old year. But no, I had a weird breakfast for sure. It was kind of just Fruit Loops dry cereal. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was pretty weird. But um, I, like I said, I, as a 16 year old, I was 148 pounds. So it didn't really matter what I ate. I was losing the weight anyway. Right, right. No doubt. And how was your first game when you, you played in the old barn in Sudbury, obviously for an opposing team though? Yeah, it was, I think I had like four shifts, but um, <laughs> it was really fun and, and really cool. And I was glad I got to do it with Bill. Um, yeah, he's, cool. he, he's done it before a couple of years in the past. So he was kind of just, I was kind of picking his brain a bit before the game. Like, what's it like with he and he was just saying, Oh, it's fun. And uh, the building's kind of electric with all your family and friends. So, um, it was a really cool experience. I got to start that game too, which was really cool. Nice. Um, standing on the blue line for Canada. Um, but yeah, it was really fun and really cool. And, and I was, I was happy I got to do it with Bill. 
Yeah, that that is that is cool. It's a good it's a good point that that you said that with Bill for sure. That's what we got to get Bill on too, Tom. Yeah. He's got stories on stories. Sure. As Max laughs, hey, he knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get Bill on for sure. But um, and it leads into the age old question of the arena debate here in Sudbury, Max. What's your take on it? Is it should it stay downtown? Do you care where it goes? What's your thoughts on the arena? Uh, for me, it doesn't really matter too much. I'm not really playing in the rink anymore. Right. Um, <laughs> But for everyone else, like, I think we, we this, this is kind of like the talk around around town, and we always have the debate. Um, but I think I think they should. It doesn't really matter, but uh, if I have to say one, I think I think just keep it. I mean, um, or just expand how how much bigger it can get. It. I mean, the building's old and it has a lot of memories in it, and the wolf and the, all the jerseys hung up and stuff. So um, there's a lot of cool memories in that building. Um, but if they do make a new building. Um, I'm sure that one will just have as much memories as the old one did. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of my take on it. No doubt. No doubt. A career in politics, if hockey doesn't go well, is, is great for you, Max. <laughs> put out there. But uh, you mentioned the wolf. Uh, Mason usually asks this question. It's the one question we always allow him to say in the, in the interviews. But We allow him, eh? Yeah, we just yeah, give him that. No, I know. I'm just told, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But wolf question, what's your thoughts on, on the wolf, the raggedy wolf? Does it stay wherever the rink goes? Yeah, I love it. I think yeah. it's the case. Um, like it kind of brings back so many memories of just going to the rink and watching as a 14-year-old or, or however young I was when the, well, the Wolves played and just seeing the – I was so excited when they scored to see the Wolf kind of come out and uh, come out to like the middle and go back in. So I think you should keep it. It has a lot of memories, and I think the, the kids love it. I know I did as a kid, so. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. I want to ask you, what's your favorite ring to play in in the OHL? Because, like, we know the goal horn at Sudbury sucks when, you know, you got scored on being an opposing player. Um, what, what's your favorite rink on the road? Um, on the road, I think I'd say Kitchener. Oh, um, yeah. They, they still get about 7,000 fans, and especially us being right down the road, we have a lot of games against each other being in the same division. So it gets pretty heated. Their seats are kind of right over our benches. So they're always screaming at us. And in the teddy bear toss game we played, they scored against us and they threw them all on our bench. Um, so the rivalry itself is pretty intense, but especially when we go to Kitchener, uh, the crowd's always loud and, and they sell out when, when we're in town. So um, I, I think I'd say the Rangers building. Did you get in any fights in your rookie year? Did you fight anyone? I fought uh, a guy on Sarnia um, at home. I fought uh, in preseason, <laughs> and those are my only two. And how did they go? Yeah. Uh, the one in preseason, I kind of just jumped the guy. It was kind of like a, <laughs> a mini brawl in the corner, and I kind of the guy was going after, so I kind of just jumped him. It wasn't too much of a fight. But the one in Sar or in London, actually, we were down four nothing to Sarnia, um, and I fought Theo Hill. It was really cool. I didn't really know what I was doing at first, um, but we have Brandon Prust. Um, who yeah, yeah. Practice and kind of teaches us different grips and stuff like that <clears throat> but no it was awesome uh i got some punches in and he, he got some, <laughs> we were both bleeding after in the box um and the guys came to tap me and the building That's awesome. for sure. so it's it was, sick feeling yeah no yeah. doubt unreal all right we're gonna move on here uh max to the fast five so this is five rapid fire questions whatever comes off the top of your head let it rip so i'll send over to tom here okay favorite high school teacher mr Typher. Okay. Favorite sport other than hockey? Lacrosse. Okay. Travel destination you want to go to? California. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, absolutely. Okay, this one might be hard. Favorite teammate? 
Um, I, I got really, really, really close with Luke Evangelista. Okay. Um, like I said, when he would just tell me, um, I had to hang out with him every single day. So um, I'm excited to get back with him this year. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And in favorite Sudbury restaurant. Ah, it's close between Deluxe and Eddie's. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like okay. that. Uh, Eddie's. Okay. Eddie's. Okay. Okay. We haven't heard of Eddie's yet, so that's a good one. Nice, Max. I like it, bud. Good stuff. Shout out to all the Subbury teammates, though. I love all you guys, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love it, dude. Awesome. All right, Max. Listen, thanks for coming on uh, to the pod, dude. We really appreciate it. Short notice, you came on, talked to us. We really appreciate it. You know, good luck with everything. Camp. San Jose, you're going to kill it. And if you're in Lundo uh, and Subaru will be will t- be tuning in for sure. I'm sure we'll be in Lundo visiting Jack and watch a, a Knights yeah, game as well if you're great. around. So Fired up to come down. Absolutely. So congrats on everything, man, and, and keep it up. We'll be following you. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. All right. That interview with Max McHugh was sponsored by who, Tom? By Silvercross. Thanks for that tee up. Silvercross sells hospital beds, stair lifts, scooters, walkers, power wheelchairs, and much, much more. They proudly serve Sturgeon Falls, Elliott Lake, Manitoulin Island District, Espanola, Sudbury, and our friends from North Bay. Visit their website, check them out on their Facebook page, or call them at 705-222-0700 for any healthcare need you may have. Providing solutions to help our clients with their healthcare needs is our priority. And that's a message from who, Jim? Dean and Chantal Jack. Who are the owners of Silvercross Subbury? I like to include you in some stuff. The best for what they do, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to check them out for any healthcare need. Love it. Uh, interview was great, man. I, I really enjoyed Max. You can tell the kid, uh, well-trained. He knows he knows what to say. Um, he he, he uh, provides some good insight uh, on everything. And, uh, you know, best, best of luck to Max. Tom? Yeah. You basically summed it up and his breakfast. I didn't even know that story now. Like you'd even tell me before uh, what was the answer was going to be. And it was funny. I think he said like Fruit Loops. What does he have? Dry, no milk. No milk. Anyways, what a character Wild. guy. Um, you can tell he's trained for the media. I'm not sure what London has them doing there, but very well spoken, cool. like you said, for a young for a young kid. And we wish him all the best. And obviously, um, congratulations to him for making Sebby proud, getting we, we, we mentioned Chase getting first round, but for him to go in the fifth round as well to San Jose. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Um, Pretty crazy he did that with so few OHL games actually under his 34 belt. games. 34 games. I mean, and that's and, and you'll hear it in the interview too where we just said like it's a lot about like these interviews that he had. Like he was selling himself to these teams, right? They didn't get to see a lot of him, right? So it was, he had to hey. sell himself. Too. Yeah, he, he he's got the zoom on his laptop and he's got it in his garage when he's shooting pucks and like and the guy in the zoom's like, hey, like the San Jose GM's like, go top right. Yeah, he's like, yeah, literally. top right. I'll go top right. Boom. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, you imagine that? He's like, hey, rip out a hundred push-ups in a minute. Can you do it? <laughs> chest has got to oh, hit the cone man. though. You put the cone in between your chest with the tennis ball. I used to do fitness testing like that. That was awful, awful. Just awful. All right. Anyways, uh, I got I got off the the rails there. Sorry, boys. Mayu performers of the week. Uh, Ooh, let's yeah. get into it. Let's see who we got here. Um, listen, Mayu performance. They are a proud OG sponsor of Behind the Bench. They uh, do anything with battery down in the mines, uh, health and safety down in the mines. Any consulting needs you need, go check them out at www.mayuperformance.com. Mike and Nikki Mayu. 
they're the best in the business there. Go check them out for any consulting needs you need there. So let's get our media performers going. Thomas Vlahos started off. Okay. Um, I guess we I've said this before, episode 35, the you know, the episode of former guests. And my main performer of the week, boys, is um is my boss. I call him Chief. Um, he loves that. Um, Giuseppe Politi actually got a little bit of a gig with uh, the Sault Ste. Marie Soccer Club there. So this guy is literally the man of Northern Ontario for soccer. And I work for Greater Sudbury Soccer Club. And, you know, he does a lot of work that are behind the scenes. And obviously, he's the man of soccer for Northern Ontario. And um, soccer wouldn't be a thing if it wasn't for Giuseppe Politi. So I really hope he listens to this. So maybe he can buy me a Tim's car because that's a little side note story because he one of my co-workers at Tim's car. Leave it at that. He's my main farmer of the week. And, you know, soccer, Al, as you know, wouldn't be a thing without him. I know he drives us a little bit crazy with how stressful he gets, but he's the man for soccer in Northern Ontario. So Absolutely. congratulations to him to obviously to be a part of the suit now as well. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Big up to police. Mace, who do you got, buddy? Uh, if anyone was paying attention to the behind the bench social media stream from two weeks ago, you would know that Donnie Martone not Donnie Marcone that I was calling him at one point, uh, but also known as Donnie Dartone, took the Idlewell by storm, left it in ashes, wins the 73rd men's invitational on the first ever Monday finish. Um, in the video of Vinny making his huge putt on 17, you actually see Donnie Martone uh, congratulating him. Uh, little first Vinny Cardino was yeah. the first one congratulating Donnie after his win as well. Uh, I could see them playing in a championship final coming up soon too, which would be pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, Donnie Martone from Sault Ste. Marie plays out of Crimson Ridge, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he had uh, DeSanto on the bag. We ought, we actually didn't even talk about the whole Idlewild um, controversy. We'll, we'll miss that, actually. Uh, but yes, Donnie Martone, my week or episode 35 Mayhew performer. I like it. Were you I about like to say it. weekly left there, Mace? Uh, no. no, I was going to say week 35. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Big, big ups to, to Donnie Marto. I think uh, Adam Simpson had sent me that left and ashes thing. I was dying when he sent that, but it was hilarious. Um, my MU performer. Well, I got two because uh, they're well worth the number one. We got to give a shout out. We're going to get him on the show as well. Northern boy. Brandon Mackey just started a new job yep. with uh, Ottawa Sports and Entertainment Group. He's leaving the Silver Seven Cents. He's going to do some, I believe, some marketing and media there. Um, as I well. think and, communications. And, and, and some, yeah, some writing yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, Brandon, you know, he's been grinding a lot for Ottawa Sports, uh, typically, uh, sorry, specifically for the Sens. Um, So, congrats to him. And secondly, I got a shout out Calvin Knorr. Listen to this one, boys. I to- almost forgot to say this story. So I'm golfing with Calvin Nord, Brett Jacklin, and uh, my boss, Alessandro Felino, my cousin, a great guy. It was a great group. Like the vibes were up right I off the first one. tee. Yeah, yeah. So we get down, and uh, Calvin's got a hundred yard shot. The, the pin on one at the Idaho, I've never seen tucked so far right to the, in the back. Anyways, new pulls pin. out a wedge. New pin. Blue pin, right? No, new ones. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Yeah, exactly. that. Yeah, one of those new ones. Exactly. Tucked back right. So, pulls out his wedge, and he hits it, and it's like, wow, like this like this looks like a tight shot. Direct dunk for Eagle. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no bounce, 
Like Dunk he went crew. straight in. Dunkin' Donuts. I couldn't believe, like, we were yelling. It was like, oh, let's go. Divot then by the cup? No divot. It went straight in the cup like a swish, <laughs> like a basketball shot. No no, no carnage around no the No rim. Cup. No rim. No Boom. Just straight in. I couldn't believe it. Eagle. So, Eagle. 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 Yeah. Nice, so, I had to shout man. him out, too. I had two, but I, two main performances, but I had to. Like, that. Oh, yeah. I, unbelievable, man. That and he, is, he's part of the reason why my back's, you know, f- fine now, so. Exactly. Check them out. Yeah, absolutely. Osteopath too is uh, what a great time. I, I couldn't believe it. It was nuts. But yeah, let's uh, let's move on, guys, uh, to the Corny's quiz. Oh, let's go, baby! And before we get into it, let's talk to you about this legendary family business. They've been serving Sudbury for over forty-five years. QOP offers all things office supplies, and more. Corny's is locally driven, customer-focused, and offer everyday low prices that are affordable and offer the best quality. Next day, delivery is a guarantee. You can't find that anywhere else, folks. Visit their store at 67 Allen downtown or online at www.cornies.com. Go check them out. If you go online and you sign in and, and register as a Corny's uh, shopper, you'll be able to use the BTB10 code for 10% off everything at the store. So go check them out. Listen. School's a month away. You need your supplies. Go get them at Corny's. Don't go to Staples. Support local. Go to Corny's because they have everything there at lower prices. Mace. Let, let's all go do a uh, back-to-school shop together. Great content. 100%, you know what? 1,000%. Oh, it's going to be gold. Yeah, Mace, love- what do you need a highlighter for? Oh, Jim, what do you need a ruler for? Oh, it's going to be gold. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be in talk to a Bill to do that. That's sick. Good idea, Mace. I'll, I'll have to write that down. Okay, so what's the record? I'm whoa, two and whoa. four. Whoa, whoa, sorry. Tom. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You, you got to let the I mean, intro I'm come getting, in. I'm all I'm ready to go. You got to let the intro come in. Let's yeah. segue to the intro. It's the Corny's Quiz. Send it over to the intro. It's the Corny's Quiz presented by producer Mason Money Savage. All right, boys. Welcome back to the quiz corner, Corny's quiz, uh, not the quiz corner. Um, but we are in episode thirty-five. Uh, the record is four to two for Alex Tremino. Uh, so I don't know how many we're planning on having, but he's starting to walk away with this from Tom. Uh, yeah, Tremino, yeah. you will have first pick of the categories today. I want to hear these ones. Uh, so what? the categories are: uh, we're going to start right off. Idlewild invite double whammy. We have four questions for this topic. Uh, So hopefully you guys were there studying, taking notes. Uh, Then we have two questions about the NHL draft and then two questions about sports math. Oh, sports math. Oh my God. All right. Let's get it. Well, uh, hit me with the invite. Let's go. Mace. All right, Alex, what was the low score for the qualifying day? And this invite? Yes. 69. Correct. That is such um, a freebie. All right, Tom, what was the score to get into the playoff hole? 74. Correct. Nice. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Stay uh, in one, it. One. Jim, how many players were in the playoff hole? Eight. Correct. Uh, Tom, name two of the players in that playoff hole. Nico Prasad and uh, boys, I wasn't even there. I don't even know. What I know, is this an honest question? Would I know anybody else there? Absolutely. 
Uh, but there's um, got to be a timer. All right, timer, timer. Okay, Nico Prasad and uh, Jason Pico. I'm going to shoot that name out there. He no. wasn't there. No. We, we mentioned, I think, three, four I know, I know we mentioned it. I'll take the three one. Nico Prasad and Vince Palladino Jr. Yeah, okay. Jim, okay. for an extra point, could you name six of the eight players? We had Mike Roberts. We had Adam Simpson. We had Ryan Bastian. We had Vince Paladino Jr. We had Nico Prasat. Uh, no, Mace. No, we had Frank Kucher. Yeah. Frank well, I'm Kucher. Not you an extra point. Sorry, Jim. Yeah. yeah, no, I know, but. Okay, 3 1 Chim. Yeah. Okay, we'll get rid of the ID invite question since you know Chim yeah. was there. I wasn't. But and what's uh, what's the guy's name? Ben Whiteside. I have to shout out Ben Whiteside. I met yeah. him later. He's a great guy. Hassan Whitesides? Yeah. Peltpod, too. Shout him out. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. all coming up in the invite next year. It's going to be yeah. awesome. So, what is it? 3 1? 3 1. Yes. We have NHL draft and sports math. Let's go sports math. Let's go sports math. All right, Chim. Um, if a team has 36 shots on net in a 60-minute hockey game, how many shots per period did that team average? All right. Do we have anything? <laughs> per period. <laughs> this is Oh my god. <laughs> 60, uh, no, 12, right, 12, 12, 12, 12, there we go. That is ridiculous that is how you, it took you that long. That is, and you're going to, uh, I don't think that fast with math. 4-1. Four, four, good thing four, your teacher bows are in history. Hey, hey, look, hey, hey, hey. What, what's the math on the scoreboard? 4-1. Okay. Uh, okay. Tom, all right, what's 4 good. minus 1, L? All right, Tom, you need to get this. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm ready. Um, all right. You Better be a, a layup. You have a 13-foot birdie putt. No. Oh. you leave it five feet short. <laughs> 13 foot. And you leave it five feet short. Okay. You then proceed to miss your par putt by one foot and tap in for a three-putt bogey. How many feet did the ball travel on the green? Okay, I'm going to need you to obviously repeat that. That's a yeah. lot. You have a 13-foot birdie putt. Okay. And you leave it five feet short. Okay. You then miss your par putt by one foot long, and then you tap in for a three putt bogey. <laughs> Holy shit! And you give Jim the shot one, like ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's eleven oh four on a Wednesday night. I'm doing this. Um. So seven feet. Thirteen, 13 feet putt. Yeah. And you leave it five feet short, and then okay. you miss your five footer by you blow a by by one. Okay. By one foot, then you putt back and you make it for nine, again, nine feet, nine feet. No, is it 25? 15. 15 feet because the five foot, the five <laughs> I throw in there doesn't matter. You're uh, right. See, I count you're five. right. I count you're five. right. I, I, uh, what I lost mm. just, uh, yeah, psh, what psh. that was a shellacking. Oh, we didn't you, even get to use my draft question, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna give them to you, Tom. Yeah, just sure. Yeah, let's do them. Let's yeah, do them. let's do them. Uh, how many first round picks were made this year? What do you In mean? The NHL draft. 29. What? How 29. many first round picks? What do you mean? Yeah, how many how many first round picks were made? 33. No, it's 32. 31. 31. Oh, yes. Because Arizona missed Arizona, one. Arizona, yeah. 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 
I don't know why um, I said 29. Like, so then Buffalo picked Owen Power first overall. Which team picked second? Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, nice. Well, you couldn't have gave me those first rather than this nine-foot. You know, I'm going to need a not, – not even a regular calculator, like a finance calculator for that one. <laughs> and you give Chimp 36 shots divided by three. Radonky donk. That's for dunk. I'll take an L on that one. I That's almost fixed. missed that one too. That was I'm going right. to blame it on my, you know, Chim, that would have been the TSN turning point. If you would have missed that, I would have had it. So yeah, you would have, you would have. Um, all right, let's move on to, we missed it guys. I missed a bunch. Uh, last episode, I missed the Corny's quiz. So, so I, I missed Corny's ad read. So uh, sorry, Corny's about that. But we got to cover this episode. Um, what else? Did I, miss? I missed Ryan. Johnston, uh, we yeah. missed it. We missed like even retweeting it, I think, or anything that Ryan is off to Finland playing for HPK. So no, 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 no. I tweeted out. I tweeted out. Awesome. And you're all making fun of me earlier in the episode that I, you know, took over the spotlight for the invite with the rec loss. So I did my job taking care of the Twitter. I made a little post about it, but we did miss it on the episode. Okay, we did. And Ryan, the good scholar, actually stayed back, missed the start of training camp, I believe, to write a couple last exams. So right. shout out Ryan. Uh, his, and um, education. I think it's time. Yeah, education is first. And it's time actually for an ad read because I don't want to miss the miss an ad read, right? Is that, is that, yeah. is that good, Jim? Yeah, that is good. Missin is a local apparel company specializing in comfortable and affordable streetwear. The brand helps bring awareness to youth mental illness with the brand's Not Alone line, raising funds for organizations, providing mental health resources to youth in Ottawa and soon Sudbury. Visit their website to check them out and make sure to take a look at their new joggers and their new summer collection that just got released. Find them at www.jusmssn.com. That's justmissin.com. Or check them out on our Instagram page at justmissin. When you do purchase, Just Missin has set up our BTB fans and listeners up with a promo code. At checkout, type in the promo code BTB20. That is BTB20 for 20% off all apparel. A deal you can't beat for already affordable clothing. And one thing I did miss is... Jamino, Alex, Jamino, before the bench brawl against Brett and Cole McKay, he bought me a Montreal jersey. I forgot to mention, shout out to Proliam Sports. I brought in the jersey today, boys, for you Montreal fans. I put Paul Byron on it. It should be ready in the next couple of days. I know Jamino paid a premium for it, and he's been texting me every day like my girlfriend does. When did you get the jersey done? Did you get the jersey done? Did you get the jersey done? I finally got it done. Also, another thing we missed, Jim, Beer League. Our HP three on three started up. You had a couple more. You had a couple more tucks than I did. It's okay. I couldn't shoot. You know, my arms, my arms are too strong for my body now. I'm missing the net. Good point. Okay. I, it felt good to be back out there. No. Mason, I had more goals than someone that played in the Tell's Cup. It's- no, okay, dude. Dude. I yeah, when people like, you know, don't back check as hard as you on a breakaway like they do for me. Okay. Just gonna leave it at that. So is Tom suspended from beer league? Do I get to fill in for that too? Sure. Mason. You I'm not, yeah. Strap up the pads, Mace. No, Listen. no, no, no. I'm retired from the crease. And Mace, could you imagine having off wing snipes? Mace, though. could you imagine having a two on zero and three on three hockey and knocking in the puck back door? Could you imagine? Could you imagine the headache? And I'm ready to one tee this thing, one knee, Sidney Crosby style. Don't get the puck. Anyways, boys, it's late. It's been a long week. We miss you. I, I miss you guys, Chim. I see you. You know, once in a while, Mace. We still haven't played a golf round together. Okay, it's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Wow. It's ridiculous. 
Um, one, the one time I did, he bailed for Laura, but it's okay. We love Laura. So friend of the show. Friend of the show, plus 35 handicap. Um, Is that it? One more thing here. Uh, curling, we missed it. Uh, U Sports Curling will be held in Sudbury, Ontario uh, Championship. So that's big. And curling staying at the ID for another year. And curling is staying at that. So it's big news for curling in Sudbury, um, which is nice. You know, we should go live. We should go. We should probably go watch some curling. Uh, probably do some with um, with Sarah Guy. I mean, we've dropped. I think everybody that we almost everybody we've had uh, on the show so far. And one more thing, I know I sent this, you know, text in the group chat, but um, a lot of people listen, boys, to the show. Um, one of our former guests was at, uh, you know, a workout, and she sent us. She sent me a nice message about how the younger kids and the younger generation love to listen, and they love what we're doing. So. Um, just a little bit of praise for us just to end off the episode. So let's keep the sing. Let's yeah, keep the train rolling. There, let's keep back. the train going. One last thing. Okay. Will Aiello. Uh, yes. Why we should get on the show. Yes. Their 24-hour paddle challenge. I think it was today. Paddleboard. I got to check in. On, hey, sorry. It's over the, overnight tonight. O- overnight tonight. So um, so shout out to Will Aiello. There's, he did it for a whole foundation. I, I can't get it off the top of my head right now, but I wanted to give him a shout out because I think he'd be cool to talk about, about that obviously um, during his uh, paddle board. So yeah, Tom, do I not get my segment here either? Or are we, uh... it, so hold on. <laughs> gotta give oh, two minutes bit. with Tom. Yes. Yeah. To end off the episode. Go ahead, Tom. I'm going to hold Sorry, on. One more. So it was for the Canadian organization for rare disorders. I just want to put that in. Now you can go. Okay. All right. So now this is the new segment, everybody. This is uh, called Tom's Two Minutes. So if you want to skip the next two minutes and not listen to Tom rant, uh, go for it. And Jim will send you off. But if, if you want to listen to Tom, uh, the floor is yours, Tom. Two okay. 11-11, make a wish. Actually, it's 11-11 at night. So I have two minutes starting now. So anyways, boys, my two minutes um, for this new segment. I broke my phone about... Two weeks ago, um, you know, iPhone 12 Pro got it about two months ago. Anyways, I my Face ID wasn't working. My camera for FaceTime was very sloppy. So I decided to call my Bell, uh, you know, Bell Canada because they're my provider for my phone. And since, you know, Bell's useless, I have no coverage apparently. And they basically kind of told me in Cole's notes that uh, if it was software damage, they'd be able to take it. But since it was screen or accidental, they wouldn't be able to. So that's a joke. I basically should have jumped in my pool and, you know, broke it that way to get a new phone but anyways i got it repaired at jump plus it's good to go um we're switching over from bell i think soon to tell us uh cheaper fees all that stuff but also i went to a third-party site to get my phone fixed and they said there's a good chance that you know your phone won't be fixed in the right way and there could be something else wrong with it as in uh, the backup camera could not work but anyways i brought it to jump they fixed it uh 500 bucks i'm gonna get that reimbursed through visa so it's it, it was a long process calling all these providers and getting all these warranties and then finally have to you know put the insurance claim in but it's gonna take about two months for me to get the money so how's that for two minutes of tom's talk we'll see you and uh we'll see you in two weeks for another two minute tom talk i was only a minute and like 15 seconds Tom. i i, I went fast i went fast do you think people ever listen to us on not one speed and like at like 1.5 or two maybe one that's a hard to. I've tried to do that. I find it hard to listen to. Yeah, I like this new out. segment. I like it. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, so that's going to do it, guys, for episode 35. Listen, thank you for joining the ride at BTB. We're on Instagram at BTB Podcast, double underscore. It's blowing up Instagram content every single goddamn day. Um, same handle on Twitter. You can find us there uh, as well. Apple Podcast, Spotify, review, rating, stars, five stars, five stars, five stars for the boys. Please and thank you. Thank you to our sponsors for always taking care of us. Thank you to Max McHugh for coming on to pod today. Really appreciate it. Um, and good luck with everything. And that's going to do it for episode 35. We're going to send it over to Chicks with Picks with Folsom Prison. Um, so enjoy that one. Uh, they're a great band. You'll see them on patios. You should, If you haven't already, you'll see them on patios uh, during uh, this summer uh, while you're out having a nice bite to eat. So here's Chicks with Picks with Folsom Prison. It's going to do it for episode 35. Take care, everyone. And we'll see you in two weeks. Sand and when I was just a baby, my mama told me, Son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. While well, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and Tortures. If they free me from this prison, if that railroad train was mine, then, then I would move a little farther down the line. Oh, for some prison. That's where I want to stay. And I land in a lonesome whistle. Kind of, kind of peck. <laughs> Whenever one of those kind of peck, uh, hey, moose, moose, shut up. Whenever one of those teams, can you cut this out? Yeah, yeah, moose. no worries. <laughs> At first, I thought it was Chico. Uh, no, Chico is at a depot bar. <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, we're, we're not cutting that, we're keeping that. <laughs>